Hi everyone and welcome to Off the Irish Health Podcasts. This podcast is aimed at people who are interested in field archery here in the UK. We'll cover coaching tips, advice on shooting, shoot reviews and we might even manage to have some guests. I'm your host Rob and I hope you enjoy it. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode from Off the Arrow Shelf. I'm hoping that you've listened to the last podcast where I spoke to Harry Boyce, president of the National Field Archery Society, where he gave me a breakdown of what he's been up to, preparations for the one big event, and that's been a focus for a lot of field archers over here in the UK. That's two days of shooting two courses. There's an A course and a B course and an X and a Y course. X and Y are for the metal arrows, uh, carbon arrows. So those are uh, bare bow, trad bow, hunter, and compound classes. And then you've got A and B course, which is for the wooden arrows. So those are the long bows, the hunting tackle guys, the primitive guys. It's a big thing. It's happening on May Bank Holiday. There's just under 700 archers from the last I've heard. Well, there's something like 680 competing um, and about 700 people in total that are on the courses with guardians and the like, and excluding marshals and everything. So it's a huge event. And as I said, Harry was talking about it in the last podcast. What else has been going on? I've still not finished writing up the shoot reports. I've been really poor at that but um, there's a couple of shoot reports from Black Arrow I also shot the Wolverine course and I have to say that uh, I didn't shoot massively well my head wasn't in the game Uh, I'm not sure why I think I was putting too much pressure on myself trying to keep everything together and go well and my mind wasn't on my shooting but uh, it was a it was a good course, not as well attended as previously, and but the weather was so good, it was so hot here, it was crazy. Normally Wolverine's quite wet, um, and people get put off it because it can get quite slippery. That day it was bright, bright sunshine. When we got in the car to drive home, the car was showing 18, and it even hit 20 degrees centigrade on the way back, which is kind of crazy for me here in the UK. So that's been going on, as I said. Um, need to do a shoot report for that, but thanks to the guys there that put all the work in for that course. What else? Um, as I said, I've got to start prepping for the uh, one big event. I've got to sort through arrows. Um, I haven't actually got that many arrows for my hunting tank, hunting tackle setup that I'm actually shooting. Um, I've only got about a dozen arrows, I think. She's in great going into the 3Ds and normally uh, take two dozen with me just in case. But the thing about the 3Ds, it's two courses, two days of shooting. There's no backstops. There's no catching nets. There's nothing. So if you lose your arrow, you've lost it. And normally I go in with a lot more arrows. Um, so I'm not massively prepared. Partly it's motivation, but partly just there's been so much going on with work and home life. Uh, Sharon's been away in Spain working for a week, so it's been pretty tough, just normal day-to-day sort of things. Anyway, on to the rest of the podcast. I was thinking about 
this topic, which is the the use of media. And I was listening to some other podcasts. I'm going to try and find the details of that other podcast whilst I'm on this call. I'm going to look it up on my phone whilst I'm going through it. But I was listening to them. And one of the things that came out, it was actually a podcast which had Ray Mears on it, which is uh, some of you may know or may have heard of Ray Mears. He's quite known in the bushcraft community and in the... uh, well, bushcraft survival kind of community. And it was a podcast from um, Outside and Active. It's quite an interesting podcast. I said Ray Mears was on it. And it was talking about modern media and the kind of TikTok and Instagram generations. And one thing that I'm thinking about where that's concerned, and I think I'm probably slightly guilty of it as well, is I tend to put really nice photographs um i'm on tiktok but i don't tend to upload videos onto it and it tends to be more of the success stories of you know lovely photographs or good day on the range and i was thinking that's not really right is it and it's kind of shows the, the, as I said, the perfect shots or the, the perfect outcome. So it was, you know, a coach, an instructor, or somebody who's just trying to help and improve. You need to be a lot more honest, I think, and admit when you've made mistakes. And as I said, I was listening to the Ray Mears one. There was also another one I was listening to. Now, what, which one was that one? Um, that, again, that was a uh, modern outdoor survival it's another podcast i listen to and we were talk. he was talking about his um, hill walking and expertise this isn't Ray Mears, this is the host for um, modern outdoor survival and um, he was saying about he's quite honest with some of the people he takes out when he's instructing them and say oh yes well you know, we're, we're on the hillside but you need to be aware of things around you and oh yes I, I slipped over there and turn my ankle and his approach is very much a case of highlighting that even though he's an instructor even though he's got like 15 20 years of experience he can still make mistakes and i think that's really important from a coach point of view as well admitting when you have made mistakes or admitting when you have done things wrong so that people who you are teaching you are encouraging you are coaching know it's okay to be make mistakes and in the podcast with ray mears he was saying that the culture now when he was growing up you could make mistakes and you learn from your mistakes now it's almost ridiculed you know it's it's highly problematic if you show that you make a mistake or if you say you made a mistake you know we are in a culture now where you're not allowed to make mistakes and i think that is really dangerous because everybody makes mistakes everybody um has a bad day everybody makes poor decisions at times and if we don't recognize that if we turn around and say well i only want to know the good things well the problem is that you never learn from it so a mistake is only a mistake is you don't learn from it the other day i was practicing 
and I was doing a walk back and a walk forward routine on the range. And those of you who don't know it is walk back and a walk forward routine is when you shoot. Uh, I have pegs marked out at 5, 10, 15, 20, and all the way up to 40 yards at 5 yard increments. And a walk back is when I shoot one arrow at 5 yards, next arrow at 10, next one at 15, and so forth until I get to 40. I then go and collect the arrows, and then I start at 40, take one arrow, one at 35, one at 30, and so forth. And I quite often photograph my groupings. Uh, it's a personal thing, it's so that I can have something to think about, okay, and I can analyze it and look at it later and go, okay, why was my arrow doing this? What was I doing on the shot? Because a lot of people forget after the arrows hit, that's it. Well, yes, that is a good way of approaching it, but you need to be able to learn something from it. So this day, I struggled at 35 and 40 yards. At 40 yards, my arrow dropped um, low, and at 35 yards, my arrow went high. And then from 30 yards onwards, I was in the centre. And I thought, well, actually, that's the sort of thing I should put up onto Instagram. Because it highlights, yes, okay, I've had good days, I've had bad days. This is an example of me learning. These were old arrows that I was trying out and seeing whether they'd actually fly from the bow. They do fly from the bow. The problem is the numpty on the end who wasn't shooting particularly well. But what I was trying to highlight here is it's so important because it shows you're a human. It shows that you make mistakes even though you are a coach, even though you've been shooting years. And that it's okay to make mistakes and not to hit the gold or the pro ring or whatever. Because that happens. And you can take something from that. You can go away and go, yep, okay. Today wasn't my day. Why wasn't it? Was it the fact I wasn't focusing? Was I being dehydrated? Was I being tired? Was was I was the equipment wrong and that kind of thing? So it's really that I feel it's really important that in a world where we're now looking at um, the sort of our modern media, the Instagram, where everything has got oh this filter to make the photograph look better, or look at this wonderful grouping I've had at forty yards. There's that aspect of it's always like the perfect aspect. There's never the, well, actually, let's be serious. Not every day is perfect. You won't always shoot perfectly. So let's be real and genuine and say, yes, some days you well, will have a bad day. And I think that's important. It's important for you for your own self-esteem because... If you can admit when you've done something wrong, you can move on from it. If you kind of hide it, then that sets up a, a, a bad history, a, a bad sequence in your head. It's also useful for those people you are coaching to see, yeah, okay, even the coach sometimes makes a mistake. They're human too. There's an old adage, you should never meet your heroes because they never live up to the situation. Well, maybe some of the best heroes are the ones that are 
people that have made mistakes that have admitted to it and gone on and progressed and this sort of takes me on to this kind of equivalent of a don't be that guy routine that I want to think about I need to think about when somebody asks you a question about what you're doing or why are you teaching me in this way there's two things I really hate hearing is and that is the first answer would be oh because I'm telling you to do it this way or I told you to do it this way that's not really helpful because I it's just saying an aspect of I'm telling you to do this way you do it my way or else there is no other way and the other phrase I hate is because we've always done it this way if you've always done something one way then have you ever given considerations to improvements if you've always done it one way then you would never have a progression from primitive bows to English long bows to modern recurves compounds etc it's because we've enhanced it's because somebody turned around and said well okay we've always done it this way but is there another way of doing it you know you have the situation of oh well you've got to shoot three fingers under to be good no you can shoot split fingers or what's called bed terrain and loose so my comment about this kind of don't be that guy is if somebody asks you why you're doing something explain it to them don't just dismiss it and say because i'm telling you to do it this way or because we've always done it this way explain to them well we're teaching you to shoot three fingers under initially because the fact is the easiest way to get a grouping and it's simple for you you don't have to worry about not putting any pressure on the knock by having shooting split fingers or we're teaching you this way because it's over the years this is the we found this is the easiest the quickest way for people to progress engage with your students is what i'm saying so that's that's the kind of don't be that guy it's not massively heated or anything but just think about that think about why if somebody's asking you a question giving them an answer not a dismissive one but an explanation that's going to be it now it's a really short podcast um it's a beautiful bright sunny day outside and i've got the garden to do i've got to try and do some practice i've got to do some work on some arrows as well as everything else that goes on in the modern day life um probably start sorting out the kit i need to take for the one big event what else i hope your shooting is going well if anybody does have any questions or um, uh, topics they'd like me to cover let me know i've got a podcast episode recorded because a couple of people have been asking me about what target bosses would work well in their gardens and what they need to think about and i said well okay i'll i'll, I'll record something and put that out and in the meantime I hope everybody has a fantastic time and they're shooting really well. If I can help in any way, you know where I am. Reach out to me and I'll see what I can do. Thanks for listening. Uh, Take care of yourselves. Bye. Thanks for listening to this podcast. 
If you'd like to get in touch with any questions or suggestions for future podcasts, then drop me a line. My email address is offthearshelf at yahoo.co.uk. That's offthearshelf at yahoo.co.uk. Or you can check out the website offthearshelf.com. I'm also on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks for listening.